Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios. This is Old School. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We dove down a hole of most traded, most teams played for in multiple sports, and we found so many names that we may have forgotten about. Well, the difference would be guys who were traded and then guys who played for the most teams. So there's a little of this and a little of yeah. that. It's pretty interesting. Welcome there's back There's some to interesting school. names on there, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Especially the one that. Yeah. yeah. Welcome well, back to old school, 93.7 The Ticket, TicketFM.com. Sell, sell the tickets. Yeah, sell the tickets. <laughs> and pay the bills, Rico. Old school. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global. Sand Hills Global has hundreds of job opportunities and internships available. Their global headquarters right here in Lincoln. If you head to sandhills.jobs today, you can apply for any of those hundreds of jobs. Again, sandhills.jobs. Go there today. Uh, give us a call. Shoot us a text, 402-464-5685. Honda League and Hotline, Sarder Heyman, text line. We're talking most traded players in the NBA and the NFL, and we found some some players who have played for the most franchises in the NBA and the NFL. And Crazy. Some names that you've probably heard of but didn't think, wow, they've played for this many teams. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. there was a there's a number one pick in there. Yeah. There Joe Smith. Yeah. Joe Smith of Maryland. Yeah. He was college player of the year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number one pick, I think. And uh, he, he had had some time with the Timberwolves, bounced around. I know he was with the uh, Wizards and, d- you know, different teams uh, throughout his career. I think he finally got out of his own way, you know, um, later in his career. And then you have um, – who else is on there? Jimmy Jackson. Jimmy Jackson is top of the list at 12. 12. He played for the Mavericks, Rockets, Hawks, Suns, Kings, Heat, Blazers, Sixers, Cavs, Warriors, Nets, and Lakers. Uh, there are Anthony Tolliver from Creighton with 11 teams. Trevor Ariza with 10. Ish Smith. Ish Smith. Uh, currently with 11 teams, and he's still in the league. Still in the league. And Trevor Ariza with 10 teams, and he's still in the league. So there's some dudes who have been around it and figured out a way. Tony Massenberg also with Chucky Brown with ten. Oh yeah, Chucky Brown yeah. with ten play, uh, ten teams that he played. There's for. a, I think there's a distinction. You get some guys, you hear about them, you know Dudley, where you look at him like, man, he's he's the twelfth guy on the bench. They're good locker room guys, guys that can come in and help younger players or be that good veteran presence. I think Dudley was on the Phoenix Suns prior to the Lakers helping their young guys, Booker and all those guys. Well, they also knew that they uh, – there was – there was when I was in Utah, there was conversation that the number 12 player had to be a big white dude. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I just – No, 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 no. Yeah. That, that's a statement of fact. Right. That was in, – in the meetings, it was – you're going to need somebody at the end of the bench that you can put out to events and send out oh, and yeah. be around. Yeah. They did not want the 12th man to be a black guy. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, there's different reasons, but you could either be a good, <laughs> well, that was good locker room guy. Well, that was not either. So. Good locker room guy, or then sometimes you get some guys that are traded a lot because they aren't locker room guys. Mm-hmm. But they're up until a point, they're so talented that you're, the the, sque- the juice is worth the squeeze if the you need way. them first. He's like a hired sniper. So Here are the most traded. Ready for yeah. this? The most traded. Marcus Camby. Which his unique skill set, I think, it made him tradable to where he's he's an all star at times. But mm-hmm. then if you need a shot blocker, rim protector for, you know, a new team, and he was getting paid a lot probably when he was really, really frequently getting traded. Chris Gatling. No, big saw left handed yeah, yeah. big man, you know, Look. nice soft touch. Pretty pretty good defender, real good yeah. teammate kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, shoot outside for real. Dale Ellis, the sniper. Sniper. The sniper. Yep. Right? The underrated. I feel like that's what happens with a lot of sharpshooters. Yeah. If, if, you know, that's one well, of your. Tim Legler yep. bounced through a several uh, a lot of teams. Sam Cassell was traded seven times. Hmm. He's that guy. He's a, he, he provides times. the leadership and big game Sam Cassell. But the most traded player still in the league is Trevor Ariza. Great team guy. Great he's team a guy, guy he's defender. A guy you, yeah, you want on your edge team. Edge setter. It's, hey. it's one of those where <laughs> he's one of those where he's usually on a team, and for some reason they're not doing too well. There's a championship level team, and they're like, all right, let's go get Trevor. No, he's the missing yeah. piece. That's the guy. He's the playoff and, and, uh, guy. He's a guy that you don't play. You don't have to play him a lot during the regular season, but you start kind of ramping up his minutes towards the end of the season. He's the guy that nobody wants to take on. Trevor Trevor Reza is the dude that if he's standing outside your locker room, stay in the locker room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's, the, your, he's your enforcer in a time where there are. No, he's but the, he's the real like there. Like, yeah, as Everett says, yeah. there are a lot of fake tough guys. He's, he's about his business. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Trevor Reza is the dude that nobody that like look. LeBron will tell you, listen, I'm not trying to piss you off, sir. And to go with the skill set that he can guard one through four. Right. Right. Right, uh, hit a big shot. No, Anthony Tolliver is who you're talking about, Sanderson. Yeah, we we mentioned him. That's, and then the NFL. This is all over the place. So the most traded player, the most traded players. If you if you pay attention to this thing versus the team guys who play for the most teams, um, there are ten players at least who played for more than five teams. Ready for this? Let's get into. The list. Uh, at number 10, oh, he's number one now. Uh, Brandon Marshall played for six teams. The receiver? Yep. Kerry Collins. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. AP, all day Adrian Peterson. Really? Seven teams. Vinny Testaverde. <gasps> oh, he played for seven teams? Vinny Testaverde, seven teams. Talk about work, workman quarterback Chris Chandler with <laughs> yeah, the Hawks, right? Yeah, I see that. Worker, look, 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 Jeff Blake. Yeah, I can see that. Right? Blake was a guy that bounced around. Blake played for uh, the Bengals, the Saints, the Ravens, the Cardinals, the Eagles, the Bears, and the Jets. Uh, Brian Hoyer. Yep. Rico. Is, is he you, still playing? Yeah, he's still yeah. in the league. He's still, still, he's still getting paid. With the Patriots, still, right? Yeah, still. Like his, fourth, his fourth stop with the Patriots. Yes, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's he's pretty much an assistant coach. So, yeah. Pats, Cardinals, Browns, they really Texans, need him now too. Texans he's, he's Colts, 49ers, coach. Bears, and then back with the Patriots. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Pitts, Fitzpatrick. Fitz Rams, Magic. Bengals, Bills, Titans, Texans, Jets, Bucks, Dolphins, Washington football team. 
Josh McCallan. Nine teams. Josh Is Josh McCallan. still in the league? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, I he's think, I think yeah. He's uh, coaching somewhere, but then right? he got picked up. Like, was he a high school coach? He was coach sitting on the like, couch just he's, chilling. He's on a practice squad during yep. COVID, so you didn't have to go to the facility. Cardinals, Lions, Raiders, Panthers, Bears, Bucks, Browns, Jets, and Eagles. And then number one, Rico, Joshua Johnson, QB, who has played – Everywhere. <laughs> I looked up. I, I looked him up on Wikipedia, and you know what? Do yourself a favor. Oh yeah. Do yourself a favor. Oh, Look yeah. up Joshua Johnson, Josh Johnson, mm-hmm. on Wikipedia. Go down to his career history, and I don't know how big your phone screen is, but it takes up the <laughs> entire screen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah uh, he, he doing was something right though. He was drafted by Tampa. He played for Tampa, then San Fran, then the Sacramento Mountain Lions. Cleveland, Cincinnati, San Fran, Cincinnati, New York, Jets, Indy, Buffalo, Baltimore, Giants, Houston, Oakland, Washington, the San Diego Fleet, Detroit, Los Angeles Wildcats, San Francisco, Jets, Baltimore, and he's currently with Denver. Right now, we're getting spring ready at the Home Depot. By stocking up on top brands and rolling out storewide savings. Come in today for all the indoor and outdoor cleaning essentials you need to supply your spring cleaning projects this season. Countdown to spring with savings on all your project needs at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. The, Good the, for him. The guy who that I would think if you did that for baseball, and of course we, we talked about Chavez earlier. Um, who who makes him? But Willie Montanez, who was a, a switch hitting outfielder, first baseman, played for the Cardinals, Phillies, nah, Giants, Braves, Mets, Rangers, Padres, Expos, and Pirates. But Edwin Jackson, pitcher. Mm. Rico, pull up Edwin Jackson, major league pitcher, and tell me about this. It's fantastic. Edwin Jackson. Here uh, we go. Uh-huh. Load up real quick. Here we go. Edwin Jackson. He's 38 years old. He has played for a trillion teams. When it just loads, it just right? Going. It just <laughs> when it, hey, you know when the thing, the circle goes or whatever? Yep, yeah. just, it says yeah. professional career, and it, so Wikipedia has like 2.1. Uh-huh. His goes to 2.18. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. The Dodgers, Tampa, Detroit, Arizona, White Sox, St. Louis, Washington, Cubs, Atlanta, Miami, San Diego, Baltimore, back to Washington, <laughs> Oakland, Toronto, back to Detroit, back to Arizona, Jay! and currently – with the high point rockers. Jay. <laughs> the dude never unpacks. Like <laughs> he knows the deal. I mean, that's the way you do it. You got to find you got to find your way to You know what? He's making it in the league. He's used to it. He so he was born in New Ulm, Germany, while his father right. was serving in the United States Army. Right. Right. So moving around is probably just something he's used to. Oh man. That, that's that is crazy that you you would never settle in. Why would you? you, you I never, mean, look. It, so Edwin's top for 14 teams. Whatever so. league you're in, it stands for not for long if, you, if you're not balling. But for his case, he knows his, his role or his, like, niche in the league. 
Why would he? Well, come he in was, and eat, come in and eat innings. That, like that's his he was, seventeen why, why, why years. Would he, why would he even be asking who's the realtor for the team? Seventeen years, fourteen teams. He was drafted as an outfielder. Oh, oh no! He, his favorite. This was he was a part of the Nats when they had him, Scherzer, Strasburg, and they lined up to hit. Like it was like they were like Maddox and the Braves, where the pitchers took pride in hitting. Edwin could rake, man. He could rake. He's got 1,500 strikeouts. Octavio Dotel, 13 teams in 14 seasons. 13 Octavio. teams in Octavio Dotel. 14 teams in 13 teams in 14 years. Octavio Dotel. Okay. I was like, I feel like I know, I know this name. I do know this name. Mike Morgan, 12 teams in 14 years. Oh, in 22 years. Oh, my God. He pitched a long time. Mike. Oh, he pitched from 1978 to 2002. <laughs> Mike Morgan. I'm sorry. I forgot, what? sir. What? Sir? Yeah. <laughs> this man I've... saw everything in the world change oh, he did. Right. before his eyes. Uh, Matt Stairs, 12 teams. Little lefty. Uh, 12 teams. Fernando Rodney. Ooh. Fernando Rodney, 11 teams in 18 years. Uh, and then Miguel Batista. 20, 20 seasons, 11 teams. So there's some dudes out there that just – Bartolo Colon's on the list. Fernando Rodney with the sideways hat. Right. Bart, yeah, he never got it right. Uh, Bartolo <laughs> Colon, 11 teams in his 21 years. Indians, Angels, Mets, A's, White Sox, Twins, Braves, Red Sox, Rangers, Expos, and Yankees. And he hit a home run and for the Mets in San Diego. Oh, good heavens. And everybody remembers it. Spectacular. Run, Bartolo, run. Right? I mean, yeah, the texture asked, what did these dudes say when they asked who they played for? Say everybody. Everybody. Well, you should should just say, well, guess who I didn't play for? Right. I'll give you 10 bucks. That's a better question. Right. Uh, (laughs) uh, Jay, the question, Claytonia and John asked the question. Jay, you played for Houston and Buffalo. Who else? Uh, The Giants in San Francisco. So it was seven good years, two booty ones. The last two ones were booty, uh, New York and San Francisco. Do Fran. you do you do you still have those two booty jerseys? Yeah, and I got the helmets. You got the helmets too. Yeah, it was so. I mean, when I was with the Giants, I I was like, you know, I was coming off when I broke my leg or whatever, and we went in the playoffs, and um, you know, they, they had a rash of injuries and stuff. So I, I mean, I kept it. I mean, I always felt like I wish I could have got to either one of those places. Um, when I left Buffalo, um, you know, towards the prime of my career, because two first class organizations, just different atmosphere than playing down in Houston. I mean, I, granted, Houston was great for me individually, but you know, think about when you get when you go from, at least for me, winning national championships to Buffalo when you're winning, uh, being in the playoffs, winning a lot of games to go down to Houston you kind of forget what it's like to be with a winning organization. You know there's a distinct difference in what winners do and, and what guys that don't know how to win right. or don't want to try to win do in the NFL. And then when you get to San Francisco and um, New York at the end of your career, you're like, dang. It, and there is a big deal on – a big thing that can help or hurt your career is uh, where you start out and what organization you go to. There is – I mean, I can understand why people have angst of going to or used to to maybe to Cincinnati or places like that. Um, you know, like, you know, if I was a quarterback or something like that to Houston, because you're dependent on the organization, you know, um, and I was fortunate enough to go to Buffalo. I mean, I walked right into a winning locker room pros that knew how to be a pro 
and learned. And it was a smaller city. So um, for these guys that are able to – I'm telling you, these guys that play for 10 teams or 14 or 13, I mean, yeah, there's probably – you know, like for Jim Jackson, right, the basketball player, you know, his, his big deal was that him and Jason Kidd – we're fighting over was it Halle Berry, mm-hmm. uh, Halle Berry or no uh, Tony, yeah, Braxton, Tony Braxton, uh, in the locker room, and then he's on you know a few other teams you know. And there were a couple of guys in the league who fought over Halle Berry as well. Right. Um, so there, even when she was with David Justice, yeah. on the same team. Look, <laughs> and so I'm sure there's some Jim Jackson part to it as far as him well, in the yeah, locker room. Yeah, if you're but not I a good dude, do, but I can, t- but I'm sure. But there's also a point to where. He could tell you the difference between organization and organization. You know, I know that one of my good friends is the team dentist for the Houston Texans and the Rockets. He does not have one ounce of good thing, uh, something good to say about Jim Jackson. Not one. Yeah, it, um, it, it's a thing, right? Yeah, so it it's a thing. And it just kind of you just never know. So, but at the end of the day, um, you know, once you get in the league, you know, you come in there with one thought on how you want to, you know, you want to get there being a great organization, great teammates, when you're thinking that, then you finally realize, like, you you know, the, the object of the game is the win at the game. And if you can be fortunate enough to get to, like, the Patriots or, like, the Packers or something like that, um, then, you know, you're that's like icing on the cake. But, you know, the more the merrier. Because once they sit back and if they ever make amends with teammates, they could – look, they played 13, 14 years in the league. And the, there's a lot of great players – um, that aren't able to play that long. You got to think, look at Terrell Davis. You know, he's a Hall of Famer, didn't play that long. And some of the guys that are like Ryan Fitzpatrick and, you know, there's not a, anybody that knows anything about football that would rather have Ryan Fitzpatrick over Terrell Davis. I, I'm going to give you these stats. We'll go to break. I'll give you these stats about a player who, again, played on six teams in the league. This player uh, also led his his league, his baseball league, in batting. In 1993, he led them in triples, finished second in stolen bases and walks. Who is he? We will give away some Beatrice Bakery for the first person who tells us. They led, they led the league in hitting in 1993, led them in triples, finished second in stolen bases and walks, also played in the NBA. Who is he? Tell us that when we come back. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our ultimate Sleep Number event. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus special financing ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. On Deloitte's OnCloud podcast, my co-host Mike Cavus and I talk with innovation leaders to explore how they use cloud engineering for new possibilities for their organizations. Join myself, David Linthicum, by subscribing to OnCloud wherever you get your podcasts.